Hey, hey, family, it's your girl, She Rambles, and welcome to the Ramble Within the Midweek Ramble. This week's resource is coming from artofmanliness.com, and here we go. The meaning of earthly existence is not as we have grown used to thinking in prosperity, but in the development of the soul. Alexander Sohyskinson. Your energy. The soul. It's housed in this avatar that we call a physical body. This body can deteriorate if not properly cared for and maintained, and the same is true for the soul. It is your light and must be constantly fed what it needs to be at its most supreme. If you vibrate high, be in gratitude and feed the physical body proper nutrition, this light shines so bright. But if you choose the ah, the opposite, you choose to dim your light down to a very flicker. Let's talk about being spiritually disciplined. Ask me not where I live and what I like to eat. Ask me what I am living for and what I think is fully keeping me from living for that. Thomas Merton. Spiritual Discipline. Spiritual discipline are habits, practices, and experiences to develop, grow, and strengthen certain qualities of spirit. Some are personal and others are interpersonal or communal. Let's elaborate on the 18 that this article is speaking on. Meditation and prayer, some that some I put together because we're talking of, about the aspects of religion or people who may just be practicing spirituality. So we're going to try to be as inclusive as possible. So meditation, prayer. You may do both or you may do one or the other. In meditation, it's not about sitting still and um, just trying to quiet yourself. It is about trying to be present and aware in the moment. You are sitting in the very moment and uh, is, is, is you are being present in the now. And with prayer, you are asking a God, a deity outside of you to bless you, to assist you. You are pleading, you are begging, or you are are, are giving gratitude to um, what you believe in. Now you have fasting, which you are abstaining from something. And normally it is food, but it can be a lot of things. In this day and time, we need to abstain from the news. We need to abstain from the social media sometimes and gives our, give ourselves a break because it is important for us to be still and go within. Now, scripture will tell you that to be still and know that I am God. And there's the same kind of aspect when you're thinking about when you're in meditation, you are being still so that you can hear what spirit has to say to you. If you're always constantly moving and always on the go, you will miss a lot of vital uh, messages and downloads that are coming to you. 
fasting will help you to be in in a focused again it is another sort of meditation if you will because it will make you stand still and not focus on being in this cycle of I gotta eat here and I gotta do this or I gotta just get on my timeline I gotta pick up the phone I gotta do this I gotta do that if you're abstaining from that thing you can focus your attention on other matters that you usually normally would not have um, a lot of time to, to to do now when you're thinking about fasting you should think about the thing that gets your has your attention the most in a day and if it's social media for you then you should try to abstain from social media so you can see what that does for you later on we will get into um, exactly what the spiritual discipline does for you um, what the outcome that that the person who is practicing the discipline may be looking for um, simplicity you know you have um, people now they're doing the tiny house thing people are giving up these big homes that $300,000 of debt and just going out here in the jungle getting a piece of land or out in the desert or wherever and they're just building a home and it's just so simple the simple life because again we were taught and we were manipulated and we were indoctrinated to believe that you got to have the house the car the picket fence white picket fence and the 2.5 kids and the dog and the cat however you know after a while after you've lived this life and you've experienced this life and you see the hardships and you see the suffering remember the buddha said that humans cause suffering in their own lives and it's because of the choices that we make if you're cho- if you're making let's say $400,000 per year and you decide you want to go buy a house for $399,000 a year that right there is living above your means doesn't make any sense and then it's only you when you go get a five bedroom house exactly why do you need five bedrooms so after a while you know you've been through enough you you see that you're working and working you can't even breathe you can't have no play you can't enjoy the fruits of your labor so you get down and you say you know what i just want to have a simple life because you know honestly god uh spirit source whatever you believe in that's what what it was how we were created there were no buildings and all of this stuff that we have going on all the things that we keep on striving to work for because of man created these things none of these things were present and you know and when you get back to the simple life you see when you that's why you go on vacation when you go on vacation you don't want to do nothing (laughs) i mean some people just go on vacation just to sleep honestly and you know and you go and you you know see other places and you can have a moment of you know uh, fulfilling you know dreams that you had and things like that but this it shouldn't be like that it shouldn't be where you have to plan and, and say okay well in two years we're gonna go to Bahamas or in three years we'll go to London or England you should just be able to get up and go life should be simple enough for you to just travel and do your thing that's why a lot of people have sold all of their belongings and they're out here just being travel nomads okay um you have fellowship fellowship is a big one as far as um you know uh, the practice of religion um they always speak on you know being in amongst uh, the the brethren the fellowship and things like that being with one one another and and things like that um being around like-minded people you know and it's the same if you are practicing spirituality if you are you know uh, doing yoga or something like that or, or, or a mass meditation you know because um like like 
the definition said, some of the disciplines are personal. Some things that you, you know, like the fasting, you may do that alone with, with yourself. Like, I'm going to abstain for this, that, and the third on three to five days, or I'm just going to drink juice for seven days or whatever. That could be a personal thing. Um, and some is interpersonal and communal, and fellowship could, you know, very well be that. And you could just have a mass meditation, or you, you go to church, or you go to, you know, revivals, or whatever the case is fellowshipping to be around like-minded and like-spirited people um, so that you know the so you can just further elevate in your spirituality and this discipline um journaling or you know um writing down your thoughts you know I believe that's that's just across the board you know write down what you feel and you know um the, the you know the, writing down things has power because you know you're your words mean something coming out of your mouth and then when you put it to a paper you're you're you know pretty much solidifying what it is you're getting it out of you because some people don't have the words sometimes the words get in the way and they don't they can't express themselves verbally so journaling is a good way for you to get out thoughts and feelings and and pain and you know things like that because not everybody um you know deals with trauma or deals with um life's you know ups and downs the same way and journaling is a very good outlet for people to get out these thoughts and feelings so they will not further hinder your progress you know in this life chastity or abstinence from sex or you know what is it celibate it's many ways to call it but chastity is another way of fasting and and saying hey i'm gonna save myself or you know who i get married to or just just abstain from sex period don't don't want to you know engage in sex because you you know that's just your your discipline um of choice stewardship you know being available being um serving one another because essentially isn't that what we're here for we're here to help our fellow brothers and sisters fellow man you know and to to elevate to you know uh to to share our spiritual gifts with one another you know because we all to you know we all have a gift you know some people tap into them and some people choose to not believe that they even exist but you know being um a, a being a servant to your brother is you know not serving in the in, in you know the bad sense but you know serving is just it because there's so many things on this earth you know people are hungry people are dying there are people that are sick there are children that are in need you know families that are in need and there if there's a way for you to assist then you need to be a good steward be a good steward to the things that are given to you you know we keep on begging and pleading for more things but what are you doing with the little things that you do have are you being a good steward over those things submission and obedience submission and obedience um you you do kind of uh uh, come to mind when it comes to religion and things like that and even if you're you're practicing spirituality you can submit and, and and be obedient to your practice or whatever it is that you know you're doing or to yourself you know so um submission and obedience is is, is a, a big one because you know again these are these disciplines help you to break some monotony it helps you to break some strongholds and things like that doctrines indoctrinations and and you know things like that um studying is another one 
you definitely want to study what it is that you're practicing. You can't just take someone's word for something, you know. Um, and uh, I know I misquote a lot. I'll be saying some things. Like I said, this <laughs> wrestling between the Haitian and English tongue, sometimes I miss it. And of course, you know, it just gets mixed up sometimes. But, you know, you definitely want to study um, to show thyself approved. I always say that over and over again. When I was in church, I, I am the one to study to show myself approved. And if something does not make sense to me, it does not click, then I, I should be allowed to voice my question in your congregation, in your your thing. And I've had some experiences where the, the pastor or whoever is conducting the Bible study had issue with me asking a question in something called a Bible study. I don't know what they thought study meant, but however, comma, it's not for you to come here and give us a mini sermon. It's actually for you to come deliver something and to allow people to ask questions for clarification because you can't normally do that on a Sunday. So I think that the purpose of Wednesday night's Bible study would be to, you know, kind of hone those things in. And of course, um, you have Sunday school and things like that for the, the churches that actually have that. So studying what it is that you are you are delving in and things like that because again we are on a spiritual journey. We are human. I mean we are a spirit having a human experience. So you may you may land in just one place and stay stay with that place for your, the duration of your time here on this plane. Or you may, you know, go to several places over time. You know, it's just where your spirit leads and what you what is best for you in those moments. And you definitely don't want to go in blind because you'll end up in a cult. So, you know, you definitely want to study, you know, so that you can know what it is that you're dealing with. Evangelism. Evangelism is a big one in religion as well. You know, given the good news of Jesus Christ and, you know, Jehovah Witnessing and things like that. And just, you know, reaching out to people and telling them, um, you know, the thing that's making you feel good, the things that's made you change and the thing that has you looking so bright. You want to share that with someone that would be an evangelism contemplation. And I would say that is also introspection when you're thinking on the things of your life and thinking of the things that you'd like to change in your life, you know, be it your spiritual, um, your being, being it your physical, your mental, you know, whatever it is that you want to change, you do have a moment of contemplation at, at some point before you make those steps to um, make those changes. Introspection, definitely looking within and self-examining yourself to, to, to see, you know, the things that you don't like the things that you could change, the things you could improve on. And it doesn't matter what degree you have, what title you have on this earth. You know, we all learn until the moment we transition, you know, and still beyond that, you know. So it's like it's uh, it's about a learning uh, pattern and, and things like that. And, you know, those that practice spirituality, we believe that, you know, you, you, you have a soul contract. You chose to, to live the life that you are living. And, and you wrote that contract just the way it is. And it is for a reason. You know, they showed that movie Groundhog Day. There's some truth to that about him waking up and it's the same day. It's the same day. It's because he did not learn the lesson. There was another movie um, when the, the guy turned into the woman. And he was like, what in the world? I am a woman. You know what I'm saying? He died and then came back as the woman. I cannot remember. Switch? Yeah, I think it was called Switch. And, you know, and then what he learned was is that he had to find somebody to love him. 
end up getting pregnant and the baby was the one who saved him because the baby was the person to actually give some unconditional love the same um instance when um uh what was her name maxine on living single she went to that retreat that time more closer to the i think it was in the last season of the live of the living living single series and she went to that retreat um with sinclair and khadijah and then every time she did a past life regression she was a man (laughs) and she was like oh my goodness this is the only lifetime and they took her to like 200 lifetimes and she was always a man except the life that she was living currently and the reason why is because the only thing that she could not do as a man was have a baby and then she discovered that so people go on different spiritual journeys for different reasons and you know that you know you just gotta give it your 100 whatever it is that you 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 get into you know be it hinduism be it buddhism be it the you know uh, islam christianity spirituality whatever you get into study make sure that thing connects with you again there is a feeling and it's called intuition and you know when you step in a place and you start feeling weird that might not be the place for you please listen to your intuition however if you're here and you're feeling all right and stuff like that you still you make sure that you study and you do yourself introspection and you know what i'm saying and you just really just self-examine to just make sure you you just doing what you're supposed to be doing as far as strengthening yourself confession and basically slash shadow work confession of course in religion is going in a little box with the man with the father and you're confessing your sins to him um and he will tell the lord and the lord tells him what you should be doing for your penance how to repent um for those things um and if you're not practicing religion, your confession would be basically your shadow work. Again, self-examining yourself and understanding that your shadow is a part of you. You know, religion tends to separate the two, but in spirituality, the yin and the yang is for real. You know, you can't have the sun shining all day long. You know, the 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 the, the nightfall will come. You know, the twinkles in the sky will come. There is a there is a light and there is a darkness. And you have to be able to understand that dark part of you. It is still part of you, okay? And then you have to go within and forgive the things that you did while you were on the dark side of the moon, okay? And and know that the whole, the whole, those, those bad parts, those days that you snap, those days that you're happy, those days that you cussing folk out, you know, all of that is you. It makes you. And to love you is to love all of you. And the love starts with self. And if you start doing your shadow work and start to get into the things that you you, you do not like about yourself, but understanding that, hey, they have, they, they have to happen. They have to come out. They, they are still a part of you. And it does not make you. Your mistakes are not you. You are not your mistakes. So you have to be able to embrace the two and bring that shadow within to your light and know that that yin and yang exists and it is you and it makes who you are. Solitude or hermit mode, if you will, that's just, you know, just, hey, I'm going to go in these mountains and I'm out. I'm going to do a Gandhi on them. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go do Jesus 40 days and 40 nights in the mountain. You know, those type of things. Most of the great, um, you know, spiritual leaders, you know, um, uh, 
the people that, you know, um, we speak on in, in religion and, and, and things like that have a moment of solitude. Because again, you really, sometimes there are so many distractions around you that you really can't go within. So sometimes you just got to disappear. And if that's a weekend, if that's a, if that's a day, whatever that looks like to you, sometimes you have to do it. If you see that the voices just will not shut up and they will not go down, you know, and you cannot really keep, put a focus on it, then you need a moment of solitude. Being in gratitude, gratitude is across the board. We all need to be thankful at all times because although I'm not driving a Mercedes, I'm driving a car. Although I am not in my forever home, I still have a home and a roof over my head. Okay, although you may not be eating steak and shrimp tonight, did you not still eat? We have to be grateful for the little things and all things because all things still work. When you realize that the things are not working against you, that things are working for you, you'll be all right. You have to be grateful for all things. That person cut you off in, in, in the traffic, be grateful for that because you pass five minutes later and they're in an accident. They, they, they probably were sent, don't even know. Again, we all signed a solo contract and they probably were sent just to block so that you will not be affected in that accident. Be grateful for all things. You're late this morning getting to work. Be grateful for that. I'm sure that the people that did not quite make it to, you know, what happened a few years ago are probably thankful. Like, oh my goodness, I was late this morning and I was supposed to be in there. And I'll rest the souls of everyone that was lost in there that was a true tragedy but you have to be thankful for all things because somebody didn't wake up this morning somebody doesn't have a job today somebody does not have a home today and we're not talking about by choice you know not everybody that is homeless is is out here just you know being lazy and things like that some things happen and most people are living paycheck to paycheck but for some reason people get snooty and they don't they they don't think that things like that can happen they don't think that they could be the person on the side of the road with a sign in their hand or little roses that they made by hand trying to feed their children that's why they say never say never and that is why we should always be thankful because you just never know how these cards can can play out Silence. Ooh. Silence is quiet, yet it is very, very loud. But we need it. And that helps. With, with, with meditation, that's another one. Because you can meditate with music. If you're, if you're not a person that can, you know, deal with the silence and all this other stuff like that, you can meditate with music and things like that. But sometimes you need silence. And if you're like... You know, it, I mean, we all are around a bunch of people and have some busy, you know, most of us have have some busy lives. And it's just something about once you take that shower, you've eaten and you just lay down in the bed. The children are asleep. The house is quiet. You can hear a rat piss on cotton. <laughs> and you're like, Boop. yes. Ah. And you could take that breath. And then celebration is a discipline as well. You know, always I'm using the, the example of Ramadan, you know, fasting for an entire month from dawn to dusk. And uh, listen, at the end, that festivity is well, well, well received, honey. We celebrate <laughs> when I was in the nation of Islam. Now, 
according to the the article from theartofmanliness.com, the nature of strength takes on many forms which are developed to greater and lesser degrees depending on the particular spiritual discipline practice, but generally include an increase in one's ability. So after you've done or you have practiced all of these disciplines, then this is an increase in this particular ability that may occur maybe all of them maybe some of them it just all depends on what it is you're trying to achieve you can have delayed gratification delay the gratification you can receive insight on something you can hear god's voice or one's inner voice your your soul speak to you because you're silent and you're introspecting and you're fasting or you're meditating or you're praying Uh, you can make better decisions because again If we're moving around all the time, we can't hear what our soul has to say to us because we're moving around too much. And then even when we're laying in the bed, we're thinking about what we're going to do the next day and what we didn't do today, what we should have said, what we couldn't have did. Be silent and you'll get some answers to make some better decisions. You can remain centered and unaffected by external events. I always use the example that a mock could be in total peace in the middle of Times Square. I have never been to Times Square, but every time I see that thing, I'm like, I don't even know if I would like to even go there because it is just so chaotic looking, <laughs> okay? But for the sake of me testing my my spiritual discipline, I just want to go give it a world to see if I can just be in center and not be affected by all those folks just walking around me because I know they're always there all the time. <laughs> You can demonstrate moral courage, detach from distractions, feel inner peace, behave unselfishly, because, mm, you know, we, we, we walk around here selfish, and I, like I said, it seems like only during the Christmas season, people are holly jolly, and then they can be unselfish. It's like people are homeless 365. It's not only during the holidays that you should see that man that you see every day before you go to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Act with practical wisdom. You can follow one one own course, your own course. You know, you can figure out, you know what? I know I've been in religion all my life, but you know, I want to go this way. I've always been interested, da-da-da, and this is where I want to go. You can endure hardship. It won't affect you as, as much as, as, you know, it does if you're not centered and grounded and just you know, being being able to focus and be in the present moment because you don't have time to be thinking about the past. It's gone. Exactly what can you do? Why are you sitting there bitter about the past? And why are you even concerned about the future? The only thing that matters is now. And we really need to get to a center focus of being in the present because it is the gift. You can forge good habits. You'll start to take care of yourself more. Start to become more aware of how sluggish you are and what it is that's making you sluggish and and all of these different things. You start to love yourself because when you start to love yourself, you radiate this, this, this frequency out. And there are a lot of things that you're taking currently in your life that will not be able to be in existence anymore because you have now removed the veil from your eyes and you can see how you haven't been loving yourself and how you've been allowing people to not love you the same because people only can do what you allow. And if you have self-love about yourself, there's a lot of this baggage that you have sitting up in your house, in your car, at your job, in your purse, in your book bag, uh huh, in your life. That would not exist once you get into self-love. And then you can conquer the worst parts of you. I'll leave you with this. 
her told us very simply and plain in her song the what is it the best part of me i believe that's what it's called and if you have never heard this song you i want you to take it and and sing it to yourself in the mirror <laughs> every time you see yourself you look at yourself and you sing these lyrics And it's just a, just this particular part. I just want to see how beautiful you are. You know that I see it. You know that you're a star. Where you go, I'll follow no matter how far. If life is a movie, then you're the best part. You are the best part. And if you don't know it, nobody else will. Peace. Hey you, did you like, share, and follow? If not, go ahead and do that now for me. You can get this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Google, Amazon Music, or Pandora. And you can find your girl, She Rambles, on TikTok. Thanks so much for your listening ears and support. Like, share, and follow. Please. Thank you.